I was just thinking how our new logo would look really cool on, well, a hoodie or a t-shirt or a mug. We should do something like that. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do? Yeah, we do. By the way, this is Mike and John got it going on. It sure is. Yeah. And here we are, brought to you by Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, and official Gigo realtor. And if you go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com, you'll find the merch section where you too can have this logo. And you can use the term merch, which is short for yeah. merchandise, because yeah. that's how the hip people talk, isn't it? You know, you the could kids. also, you, well, I was going to say you could call it swag, but swag is more, I don't know, stuff you get away for free. You got to pay for this. So it's <laughs> yes, not swag. It's yeah, that's no, merch. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, no, no, we're going to call it merch. It's yeah. it's affordable swag. Now, sometimes, sometimes we will turn merch into swag. With like a wave it, of a hand. Yeah. Boom. Like at special events. We should have a special event in which there's swag merch, merch swag. We have one coming up. We do. It's Mike and John night at Eternity Brewing June 1st. That's one week from tomorrow. Wow. How about that? It's coming up soon. Mark your calendar and be there. Yeah. And you could find merch turned into swag. Look at that. <laughs> Magically. Yes, it's, it's going to be a great night. We'll have details yeah. on that coming up. Also, uh, we we have a couple of people that are going to qualify for this week's drawing for Main Street May, put on by Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor, official Giggle Realtor, and last night's trivia. So we'll get to that in just a bit, your two-cent history lesson. And we're going to start, uh, talk to Steve Pylon. Yes, from LR Bowl. Yes. Taqueria. You should make a song called Taqueria. <laughs> Not a Macarena. Oh, no, okay. no, I was going with Sangria. But anyway, <laughs> okay. we'll get to local news. If you have news. enough Sangria, you'll end up doing the Macarena. <laughs> you just made Nobody does the Macarena yeah, anymore. Thank goodness. It's a dance gone by. Let's see what's happening in local news. Brought to you this morning by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. All right, here's what's going on. The man who police say took his own life following a standoff in the Brighton Meyer parking lot did not have a gun. But further details on the man who authorities say was wanted on felony warrants have yet to be released, including his name and the cause of his death. Brighton Police Chief Brent Parakta says an update will be provided once the autopsy of the man's completed, but that could take a couple of weeks. The incident began Sunday at about 2.30 in the afternoon when Brighton officers investigating a U-Haul truck and a travel trailer parked on the north side of the Brighton Meyer store discovered the registered owner of the trailer, an adult male, had several warrants for his arrest, including one involving a weapon. Eventually, police had to break out a window of the trailer using a pole to put the camera inside. They saw the suspect was unresponsive. They made entry and found that he was dead due to suicide. Despite rumors on social media, police say no children were involved, nor were there any injuries to officers or citizens. Police also made a point to say at no time were shots fired by officers or at officers. A motorcyclist was killed and his passenger seriously injured in a crash Monday night in Howell Township. The Livingston County Sheriff's Office said deputies were dispatched to the area of West Grand River and West Highland 
Cleveland Road about 10 o'clock in the evening for a vehicle versus a motorcycle crash involving injuries. According to a press release, a preliminary investigation indicated a Chevy Traverse traveling east on West Grand River failed to yield while turning into the Tomato Brothers restaurant. The Traverse was then struck by a 1993 Harley-Davidson traveling west on West Grand River. The driver of the Traverse, a 46-year-old Howell woman, suffered no injuries. The Harley-Davidson's driver, a 33-year-old Adrian man, was transported to Sparrow Hospital by Livingston County EMS with life-threatening injuries and was later pronounced deceased at the hospital. His passenger, a 69-year-old Howell woman, was also taken to Sparrow by Livingston County EMS with life-threatening injuries. The driver of the Traverse was not wearing her seatbelt at the time. Both motorcycle riders were wearing their helmets. Alcohol does not appear to be a factor in the crash, which remains under investigation by the Livingston County Sheriff's Office Traffic Safety Bureau. And that's what's going on. And another reason to remember, yeah, it's, a, it's biker season out there. And with the holiday coming up, keep an eye out. We did have a, a few people comment on that story, uh, by the way. If you remember when you were kids, did you, uh, did you play like slug bug or anything like that when you were traveling? Sure. And, and, and one woman said that uh, she used to do that as a kid, but with her kids now, they do that with bikers. Right. So they'll say like biker. And we used to call the, uh, the VWs. Herbs, like after Herbie and the Love Bug, mm. instead of slug bugs. What but we the... didn't hit one another. No. 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 It would be, be violent. I know you and your brother never. No, we never no. fought, just no, like no. you and your no, brother. Absolutely I'm never. Sure. Never at all. Who won? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Dad gets to take on the winner. Uh, news brought to you by our friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. A reminder, too, they're in day two of a three-day event going on the Antiques Roadshow uh, style event. So if you've got any old gold, silver, even diamonds that you'd like to sell to Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Now's the time to go in, get an estimate and what their, their value is, and they'll take care of you. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, the Antiques Roadshow event going on today and tomorrow, the 24th and 25th. Yesterday was day one. So if you uh, if you have something sitting – are you taking apart your wedding ring? Oh, what? No. <laughs> Test, did you just bite into it like you caught Cornelius? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Thin tin with gold paint. That's not going to get you very much. But if you've got real gold or silver and diamonds, take them on into Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Find out more online, cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com. And, of course, keep up to date with all the happenings on their Facebook page, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Uh, we did get a couple winners last night in Tuesday night trivia bonus prize night. You know, I thought the weather was so nice. Uh, OG sponsors, Firehouse Doors, not only bring you trivia, but they give us some gift cards to give away, too, during trivia. They've been serving Livingston County for 25 years with unparalleled service and products. Give us a, a stack of gift cards to give away, and I thought mm. it was so nice yesterday. How about a DQ card? Sure. Some Dairy Queen, get a blizzard. You know, do we have an accounting of these gift cards, eh? They were just well, handed over to you, and then you, you just... You gave them to me, yeah. so I have what, we, what you gave to me, mm. what you pocketed... And I know I you would never oh, I do that. The fingers are pointing now. <laughs> you started to point them at me. I know. <laughs> so up for grabs from last night's Tuesday Night Trivia, a $15 DQ gift card plus qualifying for the uh, Main Street May with Jordan Genso, $100 in gift cards. The first one with the right answer will get the gift card. Anybody else that got the answer as well will go into the drawing on Friday. Right. Our question, according to studies, and you know how studies are. Studies, they study these questions. Women think they need to do this more than men, and they do it more often than men. What is it? There were some great answers here. 
One that really caught my eye was, well, read instructions. <laughs> well, that's a given. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah, um, guys don't read the instructions until they're halfway through until we get and can't stuck. forget. Yeah. Then we just we screw the instructions and we go to YouTube yeah. to see if there's a video. This is very true. On how this to do it. Because it's easier to see somebody else do it than to yeah. read the instructions, which sometimes they're printed in six different languages or upside down. So that was a great guess. It's not it, though. No. Anne said, change the sheets. That's... <laughs> I mean, we shamefully admit that that is a great guess. Right. Because I, <laughs> theoretically, we're like, well, yeah, I like clean sheets. Sure. Can't they just magically be changed? <laughs> Fly off the And our wives and go, it. yes, they are magically changed <laughs> when I change them. It's like turning merch into swag. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, Terry said, make dinners. Uh, check in with a spouse. You know, maybe how's your day going? Sure. Or a friend or relative, those kind of things. Uh, Donna said, go to the bathroom. I think that just depends on what you're eating. And sometimes men probably do that more as we get a little older. <laughs> uh, check their phones at that. Brandon, along the lines of going to the bathroom, said, uh-huh. you know, farting. Um, you know, I hate to say this, but I think we all fart about the same. I think that that has been borne out by this study. Really Not this study, Not, but no. other studies. Uh, Mary said diet. Huh. I, I do think women are more apt to pay attention. To, well, yeah. yeah. To what they're eating. This this isn't, this isn't in my diet. Uh, talk on the phone, son, Renee. Tiffany said uh, brush their teeth. Um, Danielle said check themselves in the mirror. I don't know. Do you think that's... I think women are more likely to take a selfie. I don't know about than, that. You, you don't think so? No, I don't no? know. I, I'm not saying it's not that case, but I... Plenty of guys. I guess, I guess it just depends on age, too, right. sometimes. Um, Look how happy I am. Snap that shit. I mean, I know I don't really check the mirror to see how my hair looks. No. So. <laughs> Be a losing battle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's something there. I um, just make sure I don't have an alfalfa. Yeah. <laughs> Our good buddy Drew. What did Drew have to say? He said, correct the husband. Uh, they feel a need to correct the husband. Well, that's you'd have to correct yourself. if We need correcting usually. So. Yeah. I mean, that's why. That was a great guess. That's why Drew married Bowman. men live longer. Because our wives Generally. are fixing it. Yeah, because our wives are like, yeah. ah, don't do it that no, way. no. <laughs> Read the instructions or check out the, the, the video on YouTube. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Take the sheets off the bed so we can wash those. Right. As we're like poised on one leg with a saw, <laughs> power saw. I got this. In a pool of water. No, no problem. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Just hold the cord up. Uh, the correct answer Let's see if there's a uh, make, make to-do list or grocery list. That was a good guess. It's right. not the right answer, but it's a, it's a great guess. I do that, though. And I, so I'm going to reveal my secret, too, the oh. grocery list. I kind of put it in order is how I go through the store. Yeah, I do, too. Because I know the store. If I, I do don't the know the store, thing. it really messes things up. Well, yeah. I mean, I Kroger Meyer you go into your are f- my two. If I have to go to Aldi, I'm lost. Yeah. You know, my like, oh, that's at Aldi. Could you? Oh, my God. Don't go to Ikea. You'll never get out. <laughs> <laughs> but then I find the meatballs and they, I'm they, fine. <laughs> I'm just over here I'm with the Swedish meatballs hanging out. Do they still even do that anymore? I'm not sure. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Jeff said pay bills. I think... Yeah. I think women are more apt to, to pay bills. That's a when, good guess, too. At the beginning of our relationship with my wife, I was the one that handled the bills. And that didn't last very and, long because they weren't yeah, getting paid. We, we were, and I had a system. Like, mm. hey, that one's only on the second overdue. You still got another one. 
<laughs> what's file. the problem? What's the problem here? <laughs> you got your overdue like, rates. This is overdue. I'm like, I know. They still got two more before they shut anything off. We're fine. We're fine. <laughs> they, <laughs> they haven't come to claim <laughs> the house yet. What's We're the good. God, overreact. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. I wanted to get a big screen TV. <laughs> Why pay the bill? Um, the correct answer was apologize. Hmm. Yeah. And Even lot, though guys probably should more, right? Women, women do it more, or think they should do it more, and right. they do it more. So our winners, uh, the first one with the correct answer, was Lauren, Lauren Kovac. So congratulations, right. Lauren! You'll be enjoying a DQ on us. Well, actually, on Firehouse Doors, OG sponsor, and uh, Terry Bueller also got the correct answer. Terry will be in the drawing on Friday, as will Lauren for those. $100 in gift cards from Jordan Genso, official Gigo Realtor. So if you're looking to buy or sell here in Livingston County, Jordan has over 15 years of experience in the real estate industry with Remax Platinum. He can show you what you're looking for. You let him know. We'll take you out on the tour. Or if you're trying to sell, I'll give you hints on what makes this more of a curb appeal. Yeah. How the inside should look. Get rid of the clutter. Is that why we got rid of the stuff behind us? Are we selling? Uh-huh. We're trying to drive up the price. Relocate. <laughs> We're driving, driving up the price in this paradise we are. That's it. But yeah. Jordan would advise us on what to do if we were going to sell the Gigo Podcast uh, spa studios. Yeah. Like, get all of this just, out of here. Just get out of the way. Spray, spray some Glade yeah. and, and get out. So, yeah. Sometimes it takes telling somebody to do that. You know, that. that's the thing. Sometimes you, you, you have know, to give that stern like, advice. You know, you have teenagers. This yeah. house is going to need an airing out. You Teenage know, boys, sure. Yeah. I mean, my son, his room down here, he moved out more than a year ago. Still a little funky in there. <laughs> I've opened the window several times to air it out. Deep cleaning. Like, Still a little funky. <laughs> you know, they say that's inherited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that were funky? <laughs> yeah. The funky kings. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new group. They, oh, yeah. They kind of do an eclectic mix. <laughs> That's right. Of mambo and rap. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Is that what you guys do? Oh, God, yeah. And we'll be opening tonight at Captain Joe's. Will you? Yeah, for uh, our, our own Susan. Oh, that's is right. that tonight? Yeah, Susan. Oh no, it's Thursday night. Yes, it is. I'm Thursday sorry. Night. Yeah, that's my so, mistake. So yeah. you'd be there early. Yeah, we would be the there Funky early. Kings, <laughs> but the Funky Kings. Well, no, we won't. Susan, Susan however, yeah, Captain Joe. It's yeah. our own Cougar performing. Right, Whitmore Lake, Captain Joe's uh, Thursday night. She'll be playing from six to nine. Right, catch Cougar should be a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so the uh, the hundred dollars in gift cards that we're going to draw for uh, will be at LR Bowl. Correct. And those are courtesy of Jordan Jensen. Right. And it's all part of Main Street May. He is focusing on a different downtown business uh, each week uh, in Brighton, of course, uh, dealing with all the construction and everything they have to deal with. And so I wanted to highlight the various businesses this week. It is LR Bowl. And, you know, uh, Steve Pylon. Taqueria. (laughs) Is the chef. Yes, he is. This Steve. Hey, Steve. It's Mike and John. How are you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. What's, what's happening? Well, you know, we were talking yesterday, and, and maybe you can recall this, the uh, the Iron Chef competition. The cleaners. Did, cleaners. Were we not your helpers? No, we were Eric's helpers. Oh, were we? Yeah, I don't think you guys were my helpers. No, I, th- I think yeah. Stephen Bearden was your helper, right? Oh, man. I, you know what? It's many years ago, yeah. I put to, I, that was many moons ago, yeah, and I participated yeah. in quite a few of them. Yeah. And won quite a few of them. Um, but I don't truly remember who were my, <laughs> I, I remember for at least two or three of the years, um, 
uh, I always brought an employee with me to be a helper. Right, because you wanted to win. Yeah. Of course. You're not very goal? You know how you chefs are. You're not very competitive at all. <laughs> no, no, not, not even a little bit. Right. <laughs> so, hey, you know, Gleaners is a great cause, of course. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to pair Absolutely. up with some celebrity chefs. You're like, oh, great. Uh, oh, <laughs> shoot. <And laughs> Eric got stuck with us, and that stacked the deck for you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> here, and the thing is, is, here, chop these up over yeah. in the corner. So I remember that, right. that Eric said, here, Mike. Here's some celery. Grab some celery and just start cutting off the end. You know the butt end. Oh no, of it. kidding! And oh, so they put you on the super complicated. Yeah. The, and the good news is I didn't get hurt, but yeah. my hand smelled like celery for like two days. Is there is oh, there yeah. a way to get rid of that smell? No, that was one thing my wife always said because I would always my hands would always come home and smell like onions. Yeah. She's like, you need to fix this, and happened for years and years and. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, you could probably squeeze some lemon juice on yeah, it. I tried that. Or, it just seemed like, I was like, gosh, I work, smell huh? like celery. Is this the... Uh, Man, I think I'd rather smell like celery than onions. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, uh, you know, we were just talking uh, this week, of course, uh, LR Bowl is the uh, featured business for Main Street May, Jordan Genso, uh, sort of uh, distributing out uh, gift certificates for downtown Brighton businesses. And so uh, this week, all of our trivia winners are going to go into a drawing, and on Friday we'll drop that winner, and they'll go over to LR Bowl, and they'll pick up a, a gift bag with $100 of gift certificates to downtown businesses. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, and so LR Bowl, of course, uh, just a, a wonderful restaurant If, yeah. if for, for folks that have not been there. Um, I mean, you guys, you, you, oh, it's a taco place. You're like, uh, it's, a little, it's a little bit more than yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you've elevated tacos to an art. Yeah. Well, you know, we, well, I don't know if it's necessarily an art, but what we've done is we've actually brought it back to what, what it should be. If you're going down to the streets of Mexico, um, you know, we use all real natural ingredients. We don't have much refrigeration, very minimal freezer space. So what's coming in is going out really quick. Um, but and, and that's how you would find it down in Mexico. Yeah. Um, so you know, a perfect example is, you know, we we get our corn brought in. Um, actually, it's an heirloom corn from Oaxaca, Mexico that we, you know, we mix them all, which is soaking it in lime, uh, not not the fruit, but actually the mineral, and then we grind it uh, with the molino. Uh, which is a you know has two volcanic stones and it's grinded it into a paste which makes the masa uh, for our tamales. You know we just really we we've, we've reversed it instead of just buying everything from the store we actually produce everything from scratch. You make your own and that, that's what makes it nice and fresh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a lot more work too. And I think people all the reviews I've heard and you know people talking about L or Bowl it's it, you, you never hear anything bad that's for sure. Well, well and, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, and I think I, I, I guess uh, the, the, you know, the times that I've been there, I look at the menu and I see some of the flavor combinations that you put together that are like, well, that looks interesting. I got to try that one. I mean, some things that you might not normally pair <laughs> together, and then they taste really, really good. Yeah, they do. And you know what? And I'm fortunate enough, me being a chef, as you guys well know, I was the chef owner of Wooden Spoon. Mm-hmm. for 10 years and prior to that this is my, what i've done my whole entire life i mean i'm 55 i've been doing this since i was 12 so this is the only thing i've ever done i've done the culinary olympics I've gone to school i traveled nationally internationally competing and so this is my number one passion and so when i was getting ready to open our ball i wanted to make sure i brought in a chef that i was compatible with because believe it or not even though i'm a chef i actually hired a chef to run the operations. Um, 
And Steve Dock um, has been doing a great job with us. Um, and he, he's got a sidekick, Nick Morin, that, that between the two of them, they're slaying it. And so we, as a culinary team, you know, we bounce ideas off each other. And it's a, it's a growing opportunity for them and for me still to keep learning and pushing ourselves. Because if we don't, we're doing something wrong. And, and, and how many times have you had a big throwdown in the kitchen back there? Steve, you know, I mean, you know, you've got obviously, you know, and I, I'm, I'm jokingly, but serious too, in a certain sense, you've got, you know, guys like yourself that are chefs and have ideas and say, no, this is going to work better than that. And, you know, there, there's got to be a little bit of that tension, but it's in the end, uh, hopefully coming out uh, with the best product, the, the best tasting uh, meal. There's really never any tension, honestly. Mm-hmm. No, because if you... I'm a very humble style person, and if you start thinking that you're the best, then you you've created this this ego about yourself, which shouldn't exist, in my opinion, because at that point you stop learning. Yeah. And so what we do is we really use it as a a learning opportunity for all of us. Um, and so you know we're no we're always kicking ideas around all the all the time, nonstop. Well, and that's the way I've always been. I think that's what we'll, that would not only in the, in the in the culinary arts, but in any any business when you can uh, bounce ideas off of one another and and see which one's going to come out uh, on top, or you know be be like uh, example A, and then something else go well. We could try that, but a little twist of this, uh, whatever. And it is that's instead. how we do it. Yeah, that's awesome. And that's how we do it because in the end result, everybody benefits us as chefs because it's like yeah, that flavor really kind of goes with that flavor. And then the customer on the back end of it. And then they're going to tell their friends. Right. And so it's a full circle, everybody wins concept. Is there is there so. something that you guys have uh, come up with that kind of surprised you as, as far as its popularity? There is. There's. Uh, it's funny you brought that one up. Um, you know, Steve, my chef, came up to me. He's like, hey, I want to do this peanut butter and jelly one. I go, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> But what he did is he took it to a different level and he brought in like the, all the Thai flavors. And so he, you know, he did a spicy jelly with, with crushed peanuts and chicken. And it was like, when he approached me with this one, I said, you're crazy. But I, being open-minded, I, you know, I have to step back a little bit too. Yeah. Cause I'm not the one in the, I'm not the one in the, in the, in the trenches every single day. And so I said, okay, let's see what happens. I'm that kind of guy that said, you know, if it fails, we learned. If it was successful, we learned. So let's see what happens. And I'll tell you, he killed it. It was pretty awesome. awesome. <laughs> I, you know, as as a you know regular you know diner, it's it's not something you would think of off the top of your head. But like John said, you know, you see these things on the uh, on the menu, and you say, "Well, I wonder what that." Well, I know got to be something. You know? I know with some of the th- yeah. with the Thai combinations, like you said, often have that peanut sauce. Yeah. So yep. that would be the tie in there. So I could see it, but you're right. Off the top of your head, it's not peanut butter and jelly. What? No, peanut uh, butter and jelly. Yeah. No, and then you took these Thai chilies and made like a like a like a like a spicier jelly with it. It was cool. It was it really kind of shocked me as well. I was like, all right, yeah, you win, you know. Well, that's, yeah, I think that's what people really enjoy about El Arbol or, or you know any of the restaurants or anything that uh, uh, that you're involved with, Steve, uh, because it, you're not afraid to take a chance, and there are going to be some culinary adventures, and I think that's what people uh, are looking for when they when they go out to eat. They want to try something new. I mean, we like the comfort foods and things. You know, we we like our our regular we stuff. Got but, your go to, sure, so, you know, right? But he doesn't like their steak and potatoes. Absolutely, exactly, hundred percent. But you know, there are times when you you want to you know expand that palate a little bit and. Sure. Uh, I'm like to get a little yeah. adventurous, you yeah. know, with the food. Well, I think you need to be, in my opinion. This is the way I've always I've always thought about this. I think you need to be with the way people, A, 
pre-pandemic used to be world traveling, um, you know, for business and or all the television shows that are out there now that entail kind of cooking. So you really need to elevate your cooking game, in my opinion, because this is what people are watching on TV. This is what people are experiencing in other countries as they're on business trips or whatnot. And that was the whole principle behind Wooden Spoon. You know, right. I, I, I remember doing a, a crispy chicken foot ramen. And, you know, and that's what it is. It's, it's pushing it to the limits a little bit because, as, as we all know, Brighton, you know, they, they like to experiment a little bit with their food, but they also like to be conservative as well. So, you know, you have to have a, there's a balancing act there right. all the time, right. nonstop. Right. And, and I guess, you know, the thing that uh, you were mentioning before about, uh, uh, you know, uh, trying to make El Arbol uh, sort of bring that flavor of, of real Mexico there. I mean, not only is it in the food, but I mean, the atmosphere there as well. I mean, even the outside, yeah. uh, you know, is it really looks authentic. And then inside everything is, uh, you know, you, you really get that sense, not just with the food, but with the atmosphere. And then, of course, uh, the serving staff, always very friendly um, every time I've been there. And so always enjoy uh, my time at LR Bowl. Now, I know you guys, like every other Brighton business right now, especially those on Main Street, you got a lot to deal with uh, oh, yeah. with construction. And, you know, I'm putting a, a, a picture up uh, I took just a couple of days ago of Main Street. Um, and it, it looks like he, Steve doesn't want a reminder of that. I don't think. <laughs> I mean, for people that you know, you look at that and you go, "Oh my god!" Uh, I mean, they're redoing the whole thing and the streetscape. And once it's done, it is going to be beautiful. And boy, everyone's looking forward to that. Yeah, but, we really hope they don't mess this one up. <laughs> oh but, man, we're, but, we're all in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> but in the meantime, in the meantime, uh, you know, you and other Brighton businesses, uh, you know, really working hard to uh, uh, to you know to keep and, keep it going. And I know, uh, uh, you, you know, rolling out this Believe in Brighton campaign, uh, you know, was a big thing. Um, and reminding folks that even though Main Street, you know, is ripped up, uh, there is still plenty of parking opportunities downtown. And uh, folks should not be afraid to venture down and still enjoy places like LR Bowl. Absolutely. You know, if you know, you look at the parking, as, let's start there first. You know, if you look at, if you just download the app, there's a Brighton, there's a City of Brighton app. Um, I believe that you can get it on Android, you can get it on the Apple Store. Um, and it, it shows you, it highlights you where all the parking is. There's actually quite a bit of parking. You know, people are always complaining about the, the parking in Brighton anyways. Right. But nobody ever really, but, but let's call it like it truly is. Nobody ever really parked on Main Street because you were, it was very rare you would ever find a spot up to park on Main Street. So, uh, you know, it's just a matter of, Looking at the interactive maps, you know, following following the city of Brighton on uh, any form of social media, you're going to find plenty of parking in Brighton, um, and it's just it's just being a little bit more resourceful, um, you know. And for us, the way we looked at this, you know, obviously it's going to look awesome when it's done. I, I'm, I'm a true believer the city needed to do this. Couple different reasons: a infrastructure, b when the surrounding communities are starting to look nicer than downtown Brighton. I think we have an issue. Got to so, uh, up the game, yeah. Yeah, you got to up the game. And that's the way business runs, too. And so, you, you know, if your business is dragging behind, are you just going to keep dragging behind? No, you're going to up your game. You're going to figure it out. And that's the small business mentality. And so we looked at this as, okay, what do we need to do? It's another, I hate to say this, you know, it's another form of COVID. Okay, let's dust off our playbook and figure out what else we can do to generate money. Obviously, you know, with any of the other businesses, all businesses are down minimally 
that one is 100% guaranteed. Mm-hmm. All right. So how can you reduce that? You know, and so for us, we opened up for lunch during the week, um, carry out only. Um, but our, our full menu is available. We opened up the taco window. So when people do want to come down, you know, maybe grab, go up to the taco window, go sit in the amp or go back to imagination station. There's still an opportunity. So it's just a matter of how do you, how do you regenerate these dollars that you've instantly lost? Yeah, no. And actually, I mean, right, <laughs> step up to the challenge. Right. And, and the point is, is that, yeah, Main Street is, is, you know, out of the question right now, uh, literal Main Street. But all those other things, like the Imagination Station, all the other amenities that people love about downtown Brighton are still available, still open, uh, and um, there's really no reason that folks should, uh, you know, not uh, come down and, and, and enjoy uh, places like LR Bowl and others, uh, you know, while while this is going on. And, and again, we're all looking forward to when it's done, and it's going to be a wonderful thing. But uh, in the meantime, we got to make sure businesses uh, such as yourself, uh, you know, uh, are, are still thriving, uh, in here. And so, uh, you know, we just want to encourage folks to well, head on th- down. I think Steve, you had a great point too. When you look at what parking on main street really was, what do you get a couple of parking spots in front of uh, a few businesses? So it's, it really isn't the main stay for parking. It's quick. It's convenient when it's available, but folks were having to, to park behind Chalamichi's and all the other businesses back there in those, those public lots. So, uh, you know, the parking, you still had to walk to where you wanted to go. And, Absolutely, uh, you did. You know, so, and, and, and it's, bright, let's face it, walking up and down Main Street, we've, we've got a lot of great businesses to uh, to stroll by and through and spend yeah, some absolutely money. Absolutely, you do. So. Yeah, and LR Bowl so, is definitely one of them, so. You know, before we yes. uh, before we let you go, Steve, I'm kind of curious, because uh, I know it was a big deal when, uh, when Wooden Spoon, uh, when you decided to close the doors on that. It had to be an emotional thing for you. Oh, it truly was. You know, guys, I had a plan, and it was really a 10-year plan. My my principal objective of when I opened Wooden Spoon was to expose Brighton to food. Um, and, and at the end of the day, I felt like I did my job. I made a difference. And for sure, it was emotional. There was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that went into that property. I, bet. I know operation. a lot of people were, were bumming when, when, when the <laughs> yeah. doors closed, you know? It's funny. You know, my daughter... And I still talk about it often. Um, she's the one who I own LR Bowl with, uh, Lauren. But she was also my manager um, at uh, Wooden Spoon. And um, I'll tell you one thing. It was really emotional. There was one day. It was like 10 o'clock, and they already started lining up out the door. Our computer systems went down. Our hot water tank took, and she started crying. I said, honey, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. We're going to get through this. But, you know, it was a, it was a almost 10 years to the day that we were open and it was a really awesome run. And I think at the end of the day, I did my job. Yep. I, 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 I got my exposed, you know. Oh, there were I exposed people. Yeah, you did. In the in, there were many times, uh, you know, met friends uh, at Wooden Spoon, and I don't think of all the times I was at Wooden Spoon, there was never a time that I had something twice. Not because it wasn't great, but because there was always something like, oh, oh man, I got to try that. You know, what, yeah. what is that? I got to. Oh my god. So yeah, you did expose. I think a lot of people's palates to uh, some different some ideas, new and different things. Um, is that what led to LR Bowl? It was, yeah. and I'm going to be very truthful and honest with you guys about this. I have a high level of ADD, ADHD, and I don't medicate. And so really what LR Bowl was, it was kind of a, a spinoff of I need to keep my brain busy. Yeah, It, it really was. Um, and so when I had both restaurants going at the same time, it was that was pretty hectic for about two years. Um, it, what, LR Bowl 
being open was not why wooden spoon closed, not even remotely. I had a 10 year plan. Um, I did my plan. I sold it to a realtor. He, he turned around and sold it to another Mexican restaurant, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> uh, that makes but, you get you know, the competition. You got to keep, keep it on the top, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, you know, I, I spent a, all of my summers when I was younger out west. Um, and so that's um, out in Arizona, uh, New Mexico. So that's really, you know, I grew up with that, that style food. And so I always missed it because there wasn't anything locally that was really kind of uh, fixing my palate. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything there was like, okay. This is going to satisfy me, and so that's why LR Ball happened. Yeah. So, hey, what's any any plans right now about the future? About new things, new horizons? No, my wife gave me an ultimatum. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know those. We've go. been there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. No, and I love her. I love her with all my heart. But she's like, Steve, you've done wooden spoon. You did wooden sport. But if you guys remember my food truck, yeah. yeah. Um, and then LR Ball, she's like, you got, you've had three business opportunities in the last twenty years. That's really awesome. But as I look at it as a whole, the work, it is really tough in the restaurant industry anymore. Yeah. A, labor a labor force, B, pricing of all, everything, paper, you know, all your commodities. Sure. It's a really tough business. And I don't know if, you know, at 55, do I really want to put myself through that, that level again? Yeah, and I think when you, when you mention that, because we're, we're in the same age group with you there, you look at it and you go, how hard do I want to work? <laughs> how much harder do I, I, I want to I hate to say that, but right. it's like you get to that point where it's like, right. you know, I, got, I really don't have to prove much more anymore. It's, you no, get to that point where it's like, okay, let's, you know, let's work our way toward easing into uh, retirement yeah, or semi-retirement. The next or stage yeah. of life. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. The next stage of life. Absolutely. hundred percent. And let's, you know, I've worked in this industry as you well know you miss the holidays you're working 12 14 16 hour days and i've done that for many years and at some point it was just like i think i'm ready to kind of come back move, <laughs> cut back a little bit and if i were to open up another restaurant as i did with wooden spoon lr bowl it's in it to win it and you're you're not gonna you're back to working 100 hour weeks and it's like wow do i want to do that again and it's just like i don't get me wrong I have about a hundred business ideas floating around in my head at any given moment. Um, but I just can't, I don't know if I want to do that to my family. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know, totally understood. Bottom, bottom line, that's what it breaks down well, to is family. I guess the good news is for, for folks is that the focus is on LR Bowl then. That that's the yes. focus right now, yeah. Yes, so, sir. Yes, uh, yeah. So people can come and enjoy LR Bowl uh, in downtown Brighton and uh, all the great uh, offerings there as well. And uh, mm -hmm. as we said, get your lunch to go yeah. while the Absolutely. while the work's going. Yeah, on. and, and, the, and the, uh, the the taco windows open. Yes, sir. Yeah. We open at eleven o'clock. You yeah. can actually order online. You can get the full menu at eleven o'clock, or you can just stroll up to the taco window, and you know any of our tacos are available as well. Or you can even stroll up to the window and order off the menu. Pull it up on you know on our website. Right. You, you know, I think every business needs a taco window. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Steve doesn't. <laughs> you, know, you know that location. That location was number one. The first item I saw when we looked at that location was we need a taco window there. That was the first thing, and then yeah. you start building off those business ideas. You know, because LR Bowl was originally only supposed to be the first floor. Yeah, I don't know if you guys knew this. Yeah, um, I did not. I did not. Yeah, and it's you got the both floors going. Yeah, we ended up with both floors. You know, Mike Corgan and I ended up sitting down, and uh, we struck an awesome deal. And so, took the apartment out upstairs, and 
there you go. We ended up with it as a two-story restaurant, you right. know. Very cool. And, and, yeah. and I, I don't know if you know this story, but I'm sure you do. All our bull means the tree in Spanish. And that's basically us paying homage to Yum Yum Tree because they were such a huge staple in right. the community for so many years. And we wanted to be that place. We wanted to be that place where you bring your family and have a good time. And you have become that, yeah. uh, I think, for sure. And he gave people a little trivia, something to talk about with El Arbol, meaning the tree. And I took Spanish, and I couldn't remember that. So. Yeah, <laughs> that was a long go. time ago, Steve. <laughs> but he can count to 10. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, well, that's pretty sick. You're, you're above me on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Steve Pylon, yeah. El Arbol, uh, thanks for joining us yeah. again. And uh, on Friday, we'll draw a winner uh, from our trivia questions. And uh, they'll uh, stop by El Arbol and pick up the uh, gift bag from Jordan Genso with $100 a gift certificates in it. Steve, it's been a Sounds blast, great. buddy. We, Thank we you, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Anytime. I appreciate you. Take care, Have Steve. a great day. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, that was, yeah, a lot of fun. Learned a little something about El Arbol if you haven't uh, you haven't been there yet. Yeah. All right. I mean, of course I knew it was the tree. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was a, you know, a tribute to the yeah. Yum Yum Tree. We knew that, yeah. right? Well, well, it's true, but I, I mean, like what he said at the end, though, nice about the Yum Yum Tree, because, you know, when my kids were younger, we used to love to go to the Yum Yum Tree, and they had an ice cream parlor and a little train that choo-chooed around the place and so that was a cool little place uh and and now it's you know it's something different obviously but it has that same atmosphere so uh yeah yeah very cool all right uh coming up speaking of events and places to be june 1st one week from tomorrow thursday it's mike and john night for the mike and john brew for the walk to end alzheimer's and we're signing up people for our mike and john got it going on walk team that's right and we will have some of that swag merch, merch swag. Yeah, the official Mike and John Walk Team shirts. Right, and when you sign up, sign up. Uh, for for the Mike and John team, uh, you'll make your donation right there, and part of that donation, of course, will get you your walk shirt. Uh, and and all the proceeds are going to go to the Walk to End Alzheimer's, uh, which will be held September thirtieth uh, in downtown Howell. But uh, June 1st, Thursday, at Eternity Brewing, that's the place you want to be. And, uh, of course, uh, the Mike John and John Brew. John will be singing and yeah. dancing. Well, after I have a few Mike and John ales. <laughs> <He just> yeah, <laughs> for sure. And we're going to all sample that Mike and John ale. Right. And, uh, of that's course, be fun. this was voter approved. Sure. All right. So uh, it's tabulated. Yeah. Official. Uh, most people wanted to have that option for the lemon, peach, and black tea combination, which, you know, we talked to Ethan Whitesell earlier this week from Eternity Brewing and... Uh, uh, he said it's 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 going to be something unique, kind of like us, right? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of fun. Bring yeah. your family and friends; should be a great time. And of course, uh, raising some funds too for the walk to end Alzheimer's. I know some of the champions are going to be there as well from last year's walk. Right, right, right. You can get all the details so while you're there on this year's walk. Going to be in uh, in Howell. Which you know, for years it's been in downtown Brighton, and but for they're reasons we to, just discussed. <laughs> well, there's that, and yeah. uh, they're looking to I mean, make the walk uh, to end Alzheimer's kind of more of a countywide thing. Let me remind you what Main Street looks like. Yeah, and if it rains, <laughs> your shoes would be awfully muddy. So, <laughs> so we're yeah. working on a different route. So yeah, downtown Howell uh, this year, uh, September 30th, uh, and again, Mike and John Knight is June 1st, and then also coming up June 11th uh, yeah. in Howell uh, on the courthouse lawn, uh, they're going to have the uh, block party. Uh, to end Alzheimer's, uh, and that'll sort of uh, uh, help uh, help along the the walk information and get more people signed up as well. So lots of activities going on, and uh, we'll be kicking it off on June first uh, at Mike and John Night at Eternity Brewing. So uh, we definitely want to hope to uh, we definitely want to hope to see you there. No, we we just hope to see. We you just there. hope we to don't want to hope, or we definitely want to see you there, yeah. or we hope to see you there. 
but we don't want to definitely hope to see you there. Although I guess you could say. If, if you want to say that, definitely you go ahead. You've said it six times. You, so. <laughs> you know how you say something over and over and then it starts to sound really weird? <laughs> no. So anyway, today is <laughs> May 24th. I got to start yeah. drinking straight vodka. <laughs> May 24th. You know, it'd be nice if that June 1st, if we could get a beer on the morning podcast. Oh, the morning of. The morning of. That we could sample. Yeah, and just make sure it's A-OK for everybody. Well, well, I'll get in touch with you. We'll work on that. Maybe we can, uh, yeah. Today is May 24th. It's International Women's Day for Peace and Disarmament. Good luck with that. All right. It's National Escargot Day. No, thanks. No? Don't No, we were talking about, you know, having an adventurous palate and trying to... I will say, now there's a lot of things I've tried. I have tried escargot, and I was like, no. Is it salty? um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was... was, Look, anything that ends in O, but the actual letter (laughs) is in T, I don't eat. Well, they're snails. So, (laughs) well, It's hard to get away from that. Hey, how about a plate of snails? It really is hard to get away from that. It's more of a mind thing. I'm sure they tasted wonderful, but my brain was like, you're eating a snail, you're eating (laughs) a snail, you're eating a snail. It's moving on my plate (laughs) very slowly. Uh, It's World Schizophrenia Day today, too. On this day in 1830, Mary Had a Little Lamb was written. Oh. I hear it was oh, white as snow. Yes. Mary had a little lamb. Go ahead, John. Tell the rest of the poem. Mary had a little lamb. Its fleece was white as snow. And everywhere and that Mary man. went, the lamb was sure to go. Now, let's do the uh, version. For from, not to Andrew Dice. Uh, or Andrew Dice. Clay. I don't think. Did he have did, one? I don't know if he I did. I don't think one. he had one for Mary had a little lamb. There's a little Bo have. Peep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's old Mother Hubbard. <laughs> There's a little Bo. Yeah, a little Bo Peep. Right, we'll move on. <laughs> And along came a spider. 1844. Sam- What's in the bowl? <laughs> All right. Sam- Escargot. Samuel F.B. Morris. Did you know Samuel's middle initials were we, F.B.? We've talked about this before. It's for Facebook. Samuel <laughs> Facebook Morris. Very forward-looking guy. Sent the first yeah. Morse code telegraph message. <laughs> His friend, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Learned how to swear in yeah. code. Now, do you know what FB stood for? Uh, first base. <laughs> well, that's not what Mrs. Morse said. What did uh, <laughs> it stood for Finley Breeze. Oh, really? That so, was a Finley Breeze. Finley it sounds Breeze. like a Samuel sense. Finley Breeze Morse. Yeah, you can get your uh, your laundry soap. And... Finley Breeze. It sounds Finley like a, Breeze. a 40s baseball player. Finley Breeze. <laughs> Finley playing Breeze. second base <laughs> for the Red Stockings. <laughs> anyway. 1899, the first auto repair shop opened in Boston. That's in 1899. Hmm. Get the phone call. Yeah, my car's making a funny noise. Yeah. It's 1899. They all make funny noise. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in, you know, if your car in 1899 or, or now is experiencing trouble, of course, the place to go is Murphy's Family Auto. It is. You know, if you, you, know you want to get that oil changed for the uh, the Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Get your brakes checked, tires made sure that they're good to go and filled up to the right PSI, which does not stand for Finley Breeze. No, per square inch. I knew that. Yeah. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it at Murphy's Family Auto. 
Of course, go online. Small conversation with Glenn. Glenn, what's PSI? Glenn's like, yeah, yeah, per square inch. Golly gee, Glenn. Did you go down? I'm trying to work on some cars here, okay? Dear Lord. This guy keeps hanging out and asking me what PSI means. Uh, Yeah, check him out online, murphysfamilyauto.com, or give him a call, 517-552-3040. Open Saturdays 8 to 1. Tell him Mike and John sent you. You'll save 5%. All right, thought I'd slip that in. 1921. Smooth. Like a baby's body. The first loaf of Wonder Bread was made. 1921 on this day. Wonder hmm. bread. I used to eat Wonder Bread all the time. Not strong, now. Build strong bones. Yeah. I mean, now. Now you got to have a little grain. <laughs> you, you, yes, <laughs> you do. Grain. Well, you look at. <laughs> Get the, the fiber. Think about Wonder Bread. Right. You, you look at it now. Oh, and you're like, is, what, is this, what is this? It's like spongy. It's like sponge I mean, bread. It doesn't even really feel like real bread. It was, it was. But at the time. The best thing since sliced bread Wonder Bread was back then. (laughs) My mom never got Wonder Bread. 1935. The first Major League Baseball game was played at night. Took place at Cincinnati's Crosley Field as the Reds beat the Philadelphia Phillies 2-1. to At night. At night. (laughs) SpongeBob reference. Here's here's one that uh, might spark a memory or two from almost 30 years ago. Okay. 1995. Hollywood, madam. Heidi Fleiss. Oh. Remember Heidi Fleiss? Sure. Sentenced to three years in prison well, and fined $1,500 for running a call girl ring. She sent her to the rich and famous. To pay the fine, she just signed over a check that Charlie Sheen wrote her. Oh, here you go. <laughs> and, that, and that was just the tip for one of the right. girls. Yes. Uh, hey, now. Big news in music on this day in 1997. The Spice Girls went to number one on the U.S. Uh. album chart with Spice making them only the third all-girl group to do so. The other two? Go-Go's? Go-Go's are one. Okay. Stop. In the name of uh, love, John King. I was going to say them. The Supremes, the Supremes. is what you're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I kept on I, I so Diana Ross. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, Supremes. As much as they may have been mocked, that's the saying Spice something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spice Girls. oh, they were a thing there for a yeah, Tell me what you want, what you really, yeah. really want. Oh, I'll tell you what I want, what I really want. 1997 as well, Hanson started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart. Mm, bop. Bop. Yeah. The brothers went wow. to uh, the U.S. And during COVID, I don't know how I stumbled upon this, but during COVID, they did a bunch of remakes of classic like classic rock songs, and okay. they actually sounded very good. No, the band, I mean, they the, could, as musicians, they, again, were they were always, mocked, but, yeah, they were mocked at the time. I mean, it's, you know. But, uh, and they're 40-something now, those Hanson kids. <laughs> Very talented family. It was one of those It was catchy. Yeah, yeah, it really, really was. Yeah, okay. And this is, um, it's not a history moment, but it could be history making. Okay. This is good news for those of you that use craft singles. <laughs> In a move that could rock the nation, the world, the financial markets. Really? Kraft Foods has announced that they are fixing one of the biggest complaints about their cheeses. They're making Kraft singles easier to open. You know how sometimes- This can be a problem. Yeah, Yeah, you just can't find that thing. The plastic wrapper on the slices of cheese. And you're like trying to flick the end of it open. In their press release, I can't believe this wasn't on last night's NBC Worldly News. (laughs) The company says the number one complaint from customers is the inability to easily unwrap the clear wrapper. Hmm. 
Mm. And thus, sometimes you have a little bit of cheese stuck to that wrapper when you finally get it open. So now they've redesigned the flap. Oh. On each side, it adds a little texture so you get a little grip. It's also a little thicker and sturdier so you don't hurt the cheese. Because <laughs> there's nothing worse than hurting the cheese. Well, no, you don't want to hurt the cheese. <laughs> wow. I and it won't I, get torn. How many you millions know, this, were spent on this research project? Oh, I, I bet they spent yeah. a lot. <laughs> you know? Well, let's say you got your hamburger there and you're going to slap a, a, a piece of Kraft cheese on it. Right. And you're trying to get that thing open before the hamburger burns. And, and then you get pieces. Now, and it's just not a full I agree. picture full. Okay, so they've responded to yes, the consumer demand the consumer to do needs. something about this. But I, there's a further thing they need to do. They need to make that wrapper quieter. Oh, so because whenever hears I, you. Yeah. My pet. My dog. <laughs> oh, there's that thing. Fatoom, right in there. Hey, having some cheese? <laughs> I see you got the cheese <laughs> there. I see you got the cheese out. <laughs> You're my cheese daddy. You only get cheese when you have a, have a pill. Okay. So <laughs> maybe they'll come up with little craft stuffers. Yeah. They really you can should. put the pill in. <laughs> a little roll of piece of cheese. Hey, crap! These it. are ideas for free. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, stuff the pill in there. There you go. <laughs> That's your two cent history lesson uh, and some for well, today. Well, there you go. All right, quite That's a show. Good. Let's get out of here. All right, I, I'm fixing my papers, ready to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hit like the Dennis ending. Mil- look like Dennis Miller at the end of Saturday Night Live, and I am out of here. That was my letter. All right. We're back Thursday with the less you know, Rich Perlberg, and, uh, you know. The less. Whatever. Ta-ta. Hit the song. giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.